From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Jordan Manji. And I'm Madison Smith. This is Pod Culture, a podcast about arts and culture on campus and beyond. Warning, some spoilers ahead. On today's episode, we're talking to students about the most popular fandoms from their childhood that have made a comeback since the start of the global pandemic. Stuck at home this spring and summer, some students found themselves turning to the shows and music of their childhoods. A driving force behind these resurgences was TikTok, a video sharing app that has skyrocketed in popularity since stay-at-home orders began. And I don't know about you, Jordan, but I spent way too much time on TikTok, both over this summer and spring quarter. (laughs) Oh, definitely. I can safely say that I have mastered the renegade. But one of the most unique features of TikTok is its endless For You page. The For You page uses an algorithm to collect data about what TikTok's users interact with most and shows users more content like it. Because of this, different people might only see niche genres of TikToks. There's been everything from Harry Potter POVs to One Direction edits to remixes of the iconic songs from Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, there it goes. I know for me, getting back into some of my favorite obsessions from middle school definitely made being stuck at home more enjoyable. But it wasn't just me. Tons of people got back into their old childhood fandoms. And the first fandom we're talking about is One Direction, worldwide singing British boy band icons since 2010. Jordan, were you ever a Directioner? No, no. I really was very anti-boy band back then, or honestly just like anti-most pop music. Now, though, I don't really listen to any of their music. I wouldn't object if it was on, but I'm definitely not a Directioner. Would you say you're a fan? We would have been friends in middle school. I really thought I was too cool for One Direction, too. But now, not gonna lie, I've really gotten into them. They have some bops. Come on, come on. No control. They're on my party playlist. I mean, not like I'm going to parties right now, but still. Not to mention, they're one of the most successful boy bands in music history. Seems like you know a lot about them. What can I say? I'm a fan. But Bailey really took it to a new level. Oh, totally. Medill sophomore Bailey Richards recently became a directioner this past summer thanks to TikTok. She also found some unexpected fame along the way. I got into One Direction through the gateway drug that is one Mr. Harry Styles. For some reason, I just didn't expect it to be that good, and it was good. Like, it defied my expectations. And then I went back, and I was listening to his first album a ton. And then, as TikTok does, they could tell what was up, and it kind of, like, slowly started infiltrating my For You page with, like, One Direction and Harry content. And then from there, it just, like, was all downhill. Or, I guess, uphill. So how did you go from just listening to Harry Styles' music to being a full-on Directioner? So I remember back when One Direction, they were having like their 10-year anniversary, correct, I believe. And I posted something and I was like, it was just like a TikTok to, I don't know what it was, some sound. And I was like, dang, I'm not even a Directioner, but y'all got me on the edge of my seat because everyone kept posting about this. And I also just made a video recently just talking about like, quick update, (laughs) y'all. These are my favorite songs. I'm having a great time. Bought a poster. Like, been watching the video diaries. And I plan on making more of those, because even though they don't, don't do that well, I know a couple 
mutuals on TikTok who are interested to see because they've been directioners for a long time. So I'll probably keep posting stuff like that as well, even though it's not like a trend or anything that's going to get a crazy amount of views. You have a pretty big following on TikTok, more than 30,000 followers. But there was one One Direction video that really blew up, right? I made like three videos to this trend. For those who don't know where it was just a little snippet of the song Olivia. And then it's like this like transition where you're like all grubby and like in your pajamas or whatever. And then you on the beat, you kind of like transform, do all these effects and zoom in and blah, blah, blah. The first one I think did really well simply because I captioned it decided to be a directioner at 19 and the the comments were just full of people just like welcome 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 and if you know anything about tiktok you know that comments and stuff like that really boost your video so i think that's why that video did really well in the first place i actually saw one of your videos on my for you page i remember seeing it and being like hold up i know her and it had over like four hundred and fifty thousand views which is crazy yeah that's wild I might not be a 1D stan, but even I know that the Directioners are notoriously intense. What was it like to join such a large fandom this late in the game? It's like a good mix of, you know, hey, I just joined, welcome, and like, um, I've been standing since I was nine. Like, you better know all the inside jokes or we're going to cut you off. Yeah, that's why, even though I kind of say Directioner as a, like a joke, because I was scared they were going to come for me if I didn't actually listen to a couple One Direction songs. And then I actually liked it. But I definitely would just consider myself more of a fan than like an actual Directioner. The thing is, too, is I became a One Direction stan after... I got a cow tattoo and named it Simon Cowell. So I know that the fans would cancel me. They would cancel me in a heartbeat just because of my tattoo. For those of you who don't know, Simon Cowell was the one to sign the boys to his record label after he put the group together on The X Factor. But he's sort of a controversial figure for One Direction fans, right? Yeah, like Bailey said, the One Direction fandom is powerful. And a lot of those fans have accused Simon Cowell of being too controlling and manipulating the boys' public image too much. Powerful? Aren't most Directioners middle schoolers, though? Well, clearly, as we see with Bailey here, the fanbase is much bigger than that and is only growing, even though they've been on a never-ending hiatus since 2015. What is it about TikTok and 2020 in general that caused people to return to these fandoms associated with their childhood? I'm 19 years old, and this year I got a new piercing and got a tattoo, but I also became a directioner and started collecting Squishmallows. Like, I don't know what the world wants from me. Like, age is just a number, baby. Like, I don't know. If it sparks joy, like, it's going to be in my life. TikTok has been a really, like, a gateway to so many different things. It's how I started watching one of my favorite shows now of all time, Criminal Minds. It's got me back into Harry Potter. It's got me into One Direction and into Harry. I think I just much rather you know, watch 10-year-old video diaries of some British teenagers then, like, apply for internships that would actually, like, move me forward in life. So that's what I'm gonna do. My love for everything 1D aside, it isn't the only thing trending on TikTok. But Jordan, what's been on your For You page a lot? I've seen so many Harry Potter-related videos recently. I mean, I was a huge Harry Potter fan as a kid and now. Weren't we all? Every NU kid definitely thought they were a Ravenclaw at some point. But that's so true. I mean, Harry Potter never really went away. It's one of those things that if you love the books or the movies as a kid, you still love them now. And people are getting creative with these TikToks. Let's have Haley explain. 
Weinberg sophomore Haley Malander is a Harry Potter fan and is very much on Draco Talk. There's so much to unpack in that one sentence. Let's start by asking Haley, what exactly is Draco Talk? So people make POVs of like they're at Hogwarts, but like now people are simping for Draco Malfoy, understandably. He's everyone's favorite Slytherin boy, played by Tom Felton, who is very attractive. And Tom Felton, he's actually on TikTok, and he started duetting the Draco TikToks and, like, reacting to them. There's some that are just, like, fan edits of Draco. There are some that are, like, EOBs of, like, Draco Malfoy asking you to the Yule Ball. Any scenario with Draco in it, I am on Draco talk more than I would like to admit. All the Harry Potter love aside, there's been some controversy over the summer surrounding J.K. Rowling. Yeah, so the author of the Harry Potter series, J.K. Rowling, has recently come under fire for tweeting transphobic sentiments like saying that trans women aren't real women. A lot of actors involved in Harry Potter have publicly disagreed with her and fans have expressed how harmful it is for a really well-known author to say stuff like that. It's just really funny to me that she creates this whole world with fantastical creatures, but the things she can't wrap her mind around is a trans person. It's not cute, the transphobia. Part of the reason like I haven't bought any new Harry Potter merch recently is that like I don't really want to support her any more than I already have. I just feel bad buying any new Harry Potter merch now because I'm like, I'm supporting this horrible woman. It was a huge letdown for so many Potter fans. To have this incredible series that taught kids about love, acceptance, and bravery be written by someone who is now preaching the opposite of that was heartbreaking for a lot of people who grew up with the series. Because Harry Potter is one of those things that was so impactful on like so many of our childhoods. And like for me, there were definitely times where like I was sad and Harry Potter made me feel better. Wait, Madison, I just remembered. My nine-year-old sister has actually made Harry Potter TikToks over the summer. No way. Yeah, like the ones where you lip sync over the movie dialogue. She made a couple Harry Potter ones. They're actually really good. She also just this week made a TikTok to the One Direction song, Olivia, just like Bailey's. Wow, TikTok is really getting both ends of Gen Z invested into some of our favorite childhood fandoms. I will say, something she hasn't gotten into that I loved as a kid and have seen so many people our age watching or re-watching now is Nickelodeon's Avatar The Last Airbender. We actually have someone here who's been an Avatar fan since the beginning, communication junior Brandon Acosta. Brandon, when did you first get into Avatar? Yeah, so I guess I got into it when it was airing for the first time. I always loved it it's the coolest my older brother and i would always watch it together like but i never grasped the power of it until i could watch them like all in order and i did and that rocked my entire world because it's so powerful when you watch it the way it was meant to be watched I also watched it on Nickelodeon when I was a kid. I even had the DSi Avatar The Last Airbender game. I rewatched it when it came to Netflix this summer and binged the whole show in four days. Madison, did you get a chance to rewatch? I actually never watched the show until this summer. You know a kid's show is really good when you watch it for the first time at the age of 19 and you still love it. And I wasn't the only one. A bunch of other people watched it for the first time over the summer too. During the pandemic, 
everyone was watching it and it made my heart so happy because it was like I got to see like all my friends who had seen it before but didn't remember it rediscovering it and then like all my friends who have never seen it like getting to talk about it with them and of course it was also getting popular on TikTok I've seen it and I'm sure you've both seen it it's it's really interesting like the little corner of TikTok that I'm on I <laughs> I am a theater major. I do musical theater. So kind of where I ended up landing in TikTok, I see a lot of TikToks like of people who like write original music that's like, oh, if Avatar was a musical, like here's Azula's ballad for the third season. And it's like those kinds of things. Or like I see a lot of TikToks that are like Hamilton Avatar crossover, like people singing Hamilton songs but like in the context of like avatar like that's like kind of where I exist on TikTok. My personal favorite TikTok was an indie remix of a song from Avatar called Secret Tunnel by TikTok user Wabi. Oh yeah that was so good but the most common thing that pops up on my For You page is people crushing on Zuko. Oh yeah Zuko was a lot of people's favorites and not just because they had crushes on him. He had notably one of the best character arcs in the series. At times, his story was really heartbreaking, but it was also really powerful. I'm gay, and, like, my parents don't love that. And it's obviously not the same thing that Zuko has gone through, but, like, watching him spend so much time trying to, like, work his butt off to get his parents, his father's approval and, like, fix what they have convinced him he's done wrong and shift completely from that to like going on his own journey and finding his own path to feeling a sense of honor that comes from within and like knowing that that is more than enough for a person than doing what your family expects of you. That was super powerful to me, especially when I got to that place in my life where I was like, I have to, I have to live for myself first, you know? So yeah, I love Zuko. Avatar definitely tackles a lot of complicated themes for a series that was marketed as a children's show. There's a lot of discussion of loss and war and doing what's best for yourself and your community. Definitely. I know I picked up on a lot more during my rewatch than I did when I was watching it for the first time at age nine. I think the reason I enjoyed it as a child was I could turn it on and watch it and feel really challenged intellectually while still like, oh, Sokka made a fart joke and that's funny too. But like, it's 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 a complicated story and rooted at, at the core of it. And this is the reason I keep going back to it. The story is so deeply political and so deeply rooted in like how we as individuals, like how can we react and how can we respond when people in power are out of control. There's like so many other things and like how people empower monger fear and weaponize hate. And how do we, how can we respond to that? Aang's journey of like figuring out if he should kill the Fire Lord is like so fascinating to me. It's like, there's this person who is deliberately causing harm. Like, how do you deal with that? It's so much more complicated than just the good guys and the bad guys. So, Madison, what was your favorite fandom you got back into during quarantine? It's gotta be Harry Potter. 
just for Draco talk alone. Oh my god. Oh, come on. Don't you just love how they slither in to your For You page? Okay, we're done here. This episode was reported and produced by me, Jordan Manji, and Madison Smith. The audio editor of The Daily Northwestern is Alex Chun. The digital managing editors are Molly Lubers and Jacob O'Hara, and the editor-in-chief is Marissa Martinez. The outro music is a cover by Wabi, and if you want to get into the next big thing on TikTok, follow at The Daily NU. Uh, I forgot the next couple lines, but uh, there it goes. Sing,